Island. It's a new day. I don't know why I always start by singing. I know you always like are so it's happy like and jolly every time we open up <laughs> this podcast. You're making me it's sound crazy. like Santa Claus. <laughs> like, hey, everybody. Because <laughs> that sounds so good, Sam. I'm so excited to like do the podcast I each am. and every week. I am pumped to be here. You sound like a cheerleader. That's right. Okay. Were you ever a cheerleader? No. Me either. But I was on dance team and we were kind of like cheerleaders for like one were you, second. I was a twirler for like a moment. And we had pom-poms. Like a baton? We had a baton for like a moment. And then we had um, uh, pom-poms and a twirler. So we were semi-cheerleader, semi-baton twirling when I was like eight years old. And that was it. That's amazing. <laughs> I want to be a baton twirler. It was fun, actually. I had this little baton thing. It was and really they're corny. so cute. Are you kidding? I love batons. It was like really corny. And when I was young, my mom threw me in everything, which is good for all you new parents out there. Throw your kids literally into everything possible because you never know what they're going to be good at or what they're going to like and what they're going to stick with. And unfortunately, I did not stick with baton, baton twirling. I mean, sadly, <laughs> not fortunately. No, I stuck with like other things like soccer. But my mom made us do karate. Um, we did piano lessons. My sister really? did singing lessons. My mom threw us in everything imaginable just to see what we were good at and what we liked. I think that's so smart. And I think it's a great idea. And you got your kids out there and they they meet other kids. They make friends. Socially. Best way to keep them busy. Exactly. For all you new parents out there, that's like the perfect thing to do for your kids is just throw them in everything and see what they like. So smart. I just did dance. And I did theater. I did dance. I did everything. I love dancing. And my sisters all played basketball. Do they have that when you're young? Oh, yeah. I did theater when I was like in fifth grade. Wow, we didn't have that. I loved it. Yeah. I was Cinderella basketball. in Cinderella. I was the Wizard of Oz in the Wizard of Oz. Um, Were you the wizard? Yes, I was. And I was <laughs> so funny and charming. I know, shocking. Um, but I was in. Oh my gosh, how old was I? Wait, this is so funny. You guys are gonna you're gonna all know this story. How old was I? I was probably. Oh shit! I think I was in middle school. So I played the wizard. My cousin Kate was the scarecrow. And my Aww. cousin Rooney played the back end of a cow. All in the same thing? Yeah. But like Aww. but like Rooney is a two time nominated actor. Yes. And, and the was, first play that she did was with that I did with her, she was the ass end of the cow. How funny How is that? funny is that? That's hysterical. But I'll never forget. I forgot like one of my lines and I was saying something to like the three or four people. Like, you know, it's like Dorothy, the scarecrow yeah. and yada, yada, yada. So I said something. To, I said, okay, oh, scarecrow, you want a heart. And my cousin Kate was like, you mean a brain? And I was like, oh, crap. Like I like went like that and like hit my head. Wait, in the play? In the play. Aww, and like the so whole cute. crowd started hysterically laughing. My dad was like, that was the greatest thing ever. Did you plan on doing that? And I was like, uh, no, dad. I messed <laughs> up and in my very Claire Galterial form said, oh, crap, and like smacked my head. That's like, hysterical. I love that. Yeah, so I was the Wizard of Oz. That's cute. I never did theater ever. I had theater friends, but I just never was into it. I don't know I why. I loved it. I'm sure Also, like, did. I never, and when I got older, because I'm not a very good actor, clearly, um, I was always in like the ensemble because I would dance, so I would do all the musicals yeah. and stuff. But um, yeah, I never did anything. Like I only did theater, and then I played basketball. My dad was my coach. I never played because I was so bad. Really? I'd only get played if I was winning. If we were winning by thirty, I was so bad at basketball too. So bad. So was I. My sisters were all really good. Really, really, really good. Mary Grace went to like the champions, like the championship game for like New York for her grade. 
And That's Aaron awesome. was really good. Molly was really good. Kara was really good. I was awful. I would like show up late with like my sneakers awful. untied, my hair in a bun, and I'd be like sashaying across the court. I was the only, like I say this all the time in my past things, I was like my dad's boy, where mm-hmm. I was the only one who did all the sports. Like my older sister was the dancer. Like she didn't even, in yeah. high school, you had a choice to take gym or dance. She was, she took dance and I was like the gym girl who took gym. I and love like, that. I was like the boy in the family, but not like I used to mow lawns with my dad. I had a go kart. Like I was so like, cute. I did all the sports besides basketball and besides tennis. Oh my I god! I think I played else. tennis for one second. I like laughed. I was like, haha. I'm not doing tennis. This. How do they do that? I don't it's know. Hot. Tennis is so play, hard. I used to try and play at the pool club, even though I had a pool growing up. I just would go because my friends would always go. Yeah. And didn't have pool. So I would go with them and they would always have, like their parents would bring these tennis rackets because there was tennis courts there. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, it is so hot. I don't even feel like running to go over there and get the ball and hit it back. I'm like, forget this. There's no way in hell I would ever play tennis ever. I would not be good at it. Um, recently, actually, I think you also think as you get older, like, oh, whatever. It can't be that hard. Like, yeah. how hard can it be? Like, I haven't played in a bazillion years. So recently, it's a couple months ago, my dad, my sister, Mary Grace, and my cousin, John, and I were like, okay, we want to work out. Like, we were all together doing some family stuff. Like, why don't we... Someone said, let me play tennis. And I was like, oh, I mean, I'll play. Like, I'm yeah. the worst player of all time. Like, just heads up. And so my cousin John was like, oh, I'll be your partner. Like, it'll be fun. It'll be us versus your dad and Mary Grace. I'm like, okay, great. So we go out to the tennis court. Literally, my dad was getting so frustrated. Mary Grace could not stop laughing because... Every time they'd hit the ball to us, we would miss it. Like, we oh never won. This one went for 45 minutes. <laughs> we never once served it back because we couldn't do it. So we were funny. like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Like, never once did it ever go back See, and, and that's like, that's miserable. Like, yes, it was so miserable. Like, we were <laughs> supposed to be to working that. out and we were like, we spent most of the time bending over and picking up the ball. The worst. Yeah. My God. Sports are not my thing. No. Do you have a hangover report for this week? <gasps> yes. Okay. So, my friend was in this show called Broadway Bears, which um, it's so funny because I was told that basically it's like a show and they, you know, they like, it's my, the only way to explain it to people that don't know what it is, is it's kind of like Chippendales, but oh. with Broadway dancers. So they're like phenomenal and like they naked, sing and they dance. Sexy. Yeah, like it's like a fun, Beautiful. sexy thing and all the money goes to a charity to raise awareness for um, HIV and AIDS. Love and that. they raise like millions of dollars oh, over the course that. of the year for this event, and it's a really big deal. So, my one friend and I went, and um, because our other friends were in it, so we're like, okay, great. And my friend was like, all right, I want to go to the midnight showing because that's the most like scandalous one, like whatever. So, I'm like, okay, like oh, how right. bad could this be? Midnight like, sounds scandalous. So, running. I'm like, okay. So, then we go and meet up with our other friends first beforehand. And this one girl, Carol, have to give her a shout out to. Hi, Carol. Love you. Thank you hey, for listening Carol. to the podcast. It's the best. <laughs> Aww. She was like, I cannot believe you're going to Broadway Bears. Like, it's so scandalous. Like, it's going to be something you're going to talk about on the podcast. Like, just get ready for the scandal. Oh, I'm excited to hear all Right, happens. so I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what am I walking into? I may try a couple glasses of champagne before I went because I was like, what am I going to go? Like, am I going to go see my friends being naked? This is going to be so awkward. Like, this is so weird. Oh like, imagine if you're going to you, see your friends. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what? Are peen? What am I, like, what am I walking into? Yes. So I was, like, kind of really nervous. And... Then I was like, okay, you know what? Let's just go. So my friend Ray and I, we went. Um, 
First of all, it was phenomenal. Everybody is so talented that it's, it's disgusting how talented everybody That's really is. Cool. But it wasn't scandalous at all. It wasn't? No. Not at all. I think I saw like one person's butt. And the I was like, she's this is talking so about. She's, so I, when I saw her like a couple days later, yeah. she was like, wait, I cannot believe it wasn't scandalous. She's like, I heard it's like really intense. Like this, the, 12, the midnight strong. I'm like, it was PG-13. At its, at its like most in scandalous. a way so like would you have preferred the way it was or would you have preferred it to be a little more no scandalous? I'm so happy I saw it the way I saw it because yeah. it was so good and everyone's such phenomenal talent these are all Broadway stars so like I enjoyed every single second so is it like dancing or is it singing? dancing singing everything oh, there's like that. a whole like storyline behind the show and it's like so, it was so so good so See, I, I love so happy stuff I like that that sounds really really yeah, cool and but it, that's so different and uh-huh I, for, I would be freaked out if my friend was in a, a show like this and people are telling you it's going to be skinless. Like, I'd be like, how awkward. Like, exactly. do, am I going to see my friend's, you know, parts, like private parts? That would freak me out. I know. I Because I'm not, like, really big in nudity. I didn't, like, come from a nude, like yeah. a naked family. My me sister either. and I aren't running around naked. Like, that's not the way we no, grew up. me either. So, we are, we are, like, yes. very similar in that way. We are. We grew up very similar. Yes. But, like, I have girlfriends that will just walk around the room naked and have no problem. Okay. I mean, I don't have a problem with nudity, but, like, for me personally, like, my I would much rather be, have my clothes on. So, I'm the one who has to shut the door and get dressed. Yeah. Even on the show, like, which is so funny on Jersey Shore, they would make fun of me because I would, like, never, like, they'll be out there changing in front of me. And I'm like, okay, I'll be right back. Like, I'm the one who's, like, shy and get dressed in the bathroom. And literally, I had a friend over here the other day, not going to say any names. But she just like peed with the door open. I'm like, what the hell? And this is a friend. I'm yeah. like, I'm not used to this. I'm like, can you close the door, please? I'm like, I have to pee. And like, there was one time I was like, all right, I'll be right back. And I'm getting dressed. And she was like about to walk in. And I'm like, whoa, I'm like, I'm naked. They're like, so what? I'm like, what do you mean? So what? Right. I'm like, let me at least put something on. Exactly. And I'm like, oh my God, my friend. No, I have are a so girlfriend. Funny. I have a girlfriend that whenever she gets ready, will take a shower, come out of the shower and put a towel underneath her boobs that's weird. So her and boobs are exposed, that was really funny. and then she'll be like walking around and talking, having a full blown conversation. So my friends do the same thing, but I actually would think that's really funny. It's. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't mind. I like think it's kind of hilarious, but yeah. I'm like, I would never do that. Like, one, oh put a robe God. on. Two, like, I, would never. I don't know. Like, I don't. Also, also I don't want to stare at myself naked for an hour and a half while I'm putting my makeup on. Like, I. It's I'm just sorry. so. I think boobs are so weird. <laughs> I know it's like what it is, what it is. This I think is what every part like. is weird. It's so weird. All naked parts are weird to me. It I don't know weird. why. It's just so weird. So I don't, I'm like you, like I have to like cover up a little bit. I just yes. don't feel comfortable exposing myself. Like if I had this amazing body, then I'd be all for it. Like, yes, like I am proud of this, but this is something that I don't want like everybody to see all right. the time. And I'm very shy and I've I'm always been like super that. self-conscious about my I'm body. I always have been. I don't LA. care if I'm like in the best shape. In oh. my whole life, and I literally could walk around naked and be so happy. Like, no way, Jose, not happening. But my girlfriend who does that, she so does funny. have a really nice rack, so it's fine. Oh, good for but your friends. you know what I found? I find really funny, especially like belonging to a gym. It's always the people in the locker room that you don't want to see naked. The that ones are, that are like running around naked. That are. I know. I've I've joined the gym once. And it was what like, is that all about? I just walk into the locker room. There's somebody sitting on the bench, like butt ass naked. I'm like, what the hell? And then you're like, do you laugh? Like, yeah, you can't stare. You're just like, whoa. Now I got to look the other way and try not to look like I'm staring at this person. I know. I'm totally staring. Like, of what course. the hell is going on? But this actually is a good topic to talk about because um, I was saying something like, Bikinis wise. Mm-hmm. So I have really slutty bikinis for mm-hmm. places like Vegas, Miami, and all these other places that I wear bikinis that where I don't care if they're up my butt, they're like right. long ones, or they're literally very, very small where it's just covering like a nip. 
Yeah. So I have very, very small bikinis that I've had because all I do when I wear them is go to like Miami or Vegas where right. I care with my friends. Exactly. So now I'm noticing I'm doing a lot more family stuff and I'm going to beaches and stuff with my nieces. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's appropriate. Yep. So now I'm finding myself buying these bathing suits that are like cover everything. Mm-hmm. And I had to go and actually get all these new bathing suits. Even going on vacation with family members and stuff now, I'm like, I cannot wear this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm 30 years old. Like, I have to start, like, really covering up. And that's just, like, so funny because usually, like, when I wear bikinis, I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Like, I'm single. I'm going to wear the sweaties want to show off. Yeah. And now, like, the whole aspect of my, like, where I'm at in my life has changed. And yep. I'm like, well, now I need to cover up a little bit more just because I don't want people to see my boobs. Exactly. Or my butt. And it's just really funny because I'm like, I have my, fa- I call them my family bathing suits. And then now my like party and going out. Yeah, totally. But it's like, I have all these bathing suits for different occasions. Like, do you ever find yourself doing that? Oh yeah. I just recently did that. Like I was going to a barbecue and I knew that I was going to be swimming with this little girl. She's just like two. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, when I love little kids, so like anytime it's a little kid, I'll swim with them anyway. And I used to be a swim instructor. So I was going to help Aww. my girlfriend's daughter learn how to swim. So, so I wasn't about to, one, bring like a bikini. So I wore a one piece. It was a very mm-hmm. cute one piece. Mm-hmm. But like, I know that if I'm going to have a two-year-old clawing on me, yes. I don't want to have like my boobs out or like exactly. your ass is hanging out. Like that's not appropriate. appropriate. No. Yeah. But yeah. then like I definitely... I think that we're lucky that right now, like, one pieces are really cool and, yeah. like, trendy and sexy. I just bought my first one piece. There's, se- there's some really sexy bathing suits there's, out there that are one piece. I love them. I love them. I, and I love that it's one piece, too, because I'm like, yes, finally, like, one pieces are in this summer, yes. which is, like, great because sometimes you're like, sometimes I just don't feel like wearing a bikini. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I would rather, I prefer yeah. a one piece. I definitely prefer a one piece. And I know that sounds so boring and lame, but, like, there are some really sexy one pieces out there. Really there really nice. are. Thank God I'm the like one into it. came back. I'm so into it. Actually, you just wore a really cute one piece. In your photo, the boomerang. Oh, my white bathing suit. Like from last week. Yeah, it was cute, right? It was so I actually cute. got that bathing suit for um, my bachelorette. And, uh, it was really cute. Because also like, I feel like when you're like drinking a lot and eating and like, I don't know, it's just so, you're just so much less self-conscious. It's true. Whenever you're in a one piece. Because you're like, you whatever. You're like, I don't give a shit. I'm comfortable. Yeah. No flub is hanging out. Yeah. You don't have to worry about your like muffin tops here and exactly. there. Exactly. Like, you are in the clear when you wear a one piece. Totally. The only thing you have to worry about is like a wedgie if that ever happens, which I don't even think it does. Yeah. I don't, wedgies don't bother me. I don't mind. You I mean like. to some like emails? Yes. We didn't get to do that last week. So let's do it this no, week. No, let's do some emails. Open up that inbox, girlfriend. This one's kind of a long one. Okay. Um, And it's titled Depressed Boyfriend. Help. So this one, I guess, is about their boyfriend, which is kind of cool and interesting. Let's hear it. So she goes, hey, ladies, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Claire, I teach high school, and it's so refreshing to hear you talk about the struggles that you face in a conventional education environment. That's pretty cool. I literally don't know geography. (laughs) I don't. I grew up. Okay. We'll get to the email in a second. I grew up, I went to a private school in elementary school and they did not teach me geography at all. Like I can't, I cannot name all 50 states. I can't tell you where Africa is. I don't know where China is. I don't know if Asia and China are the same thing. I think like elementary, elementary school. Yeah. So I didn't learn any of that. So whenever I graduated and went to public school in high school, they all learned all that. So I just, I don't know anything about the globe. You're lucky. I know the world is round. It's crazy. Okay. So anyway, let's go back to the email. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) She goes, Sammy, I'm not round page. Go ahead. (laughs) Which we interrupt. Like I'm also pissed. Like sometimes I think about school. I've talked about this before. Like they should have taught 
told, taught us how to do checks, how to pay our bills, how to do like everyday lifestyle stuff. I you know what I learned? Mean? I think I we didn't learn how to write a check. In, we didn't in learn that in school. in school at all. So the private schools teach you. They teach you how to write a motherfucking check, but they won't tell you where Germany Geography. is on a map. How funny is that? Okay, now back to the email. Okay, okay so yeah. she goes, Sammy, I'm a huge fan of you from Jersey Shore, and I'm so happy for you that you found love. Thank you. Um, remember what the psychic that you had on around the Oscar, Oscars time said to you about love? He was right. Oh my God, I just got the chills. He was so right. And I got chills too. He was so right. That guy was so real. I'm not even kidding. I'm still pretty dad. Holy shit, Thomas. Thomas was the best. Thomas Median. Anyway, shout out to him. Shout out. She goes, here is my dilemma. I'm having issues with my boyfriend and his mental health. We have been together for a year and a half and we have talked about marriage and the future. However, lately he seems to be depressed. He has dealt with anxiety for our whole relationship, but the depressed part seems to be a new thing. He never admits that he's actually depressed, but just claims to be in a bad mood about work. He's gone to therapy twice, but seems to think that medicine is the last resort. Which is, I have to agree with that. You don't want to take medicine unless you really have to, right? Mm -hmm. you agree? It has gotten so bad that his mood has affected mine, and I find myself getting depressed as well. I've suggested medicine pretty frequently, but told him that um, it is his decision. Here is my question. I think it's getting unhealthy for me because I can't do anything for him. What do you do when your partner refuses to seek help for their issues? Do I part ways with him for now so that he can get the right treatment? Or do I stick it out and stay supportive, hoping that he can navigate this on his own? I do feel that he is the right guy for me, but I feel extremely hesitant about taking any steps, um, any next steps with him while he's in this mental state. Any advice is appreciative. Thank you so much. Here are attached to the pictures of us because I know you guys love pictures. And what a beautiful couple. Sent, and she has really beautiful hair. Oh my God, gorgeous. I wish I had hair like that. Yeah, me too. Okay, but back to so this. Cute. This is a really, really okay. good email. First of all, she's right. She should not take any dramatic or permanent steps forward until she figures out what's going on with yeah. her um, boyfriend. Agreed. Um, there's a couple things to, to me that stand on that email. The first one is that he's tried therapy only twice. I think that for therapy to really work, you have to go more than twice. And also sometimes you, it takes more than two times to find the right therapist. Like True. I have friends that have been to, had to see multiple therapists before they found one that they really liked. Um, so that's also another thing. I obviously don't think that everyone should just start taking medication because someone says you should. However, I think that if they're at the point where this guy seems to be, I feel like maybe medication, if he sees the therapist more than once, maybe could really help him. I don't think that everybody should try to be a hero and do everything without medication. Cause I think that medication can really help people. Um, but I think that he needs to keep trying to figure out how to make himself feel better. And I don't think that she can do anything else. She I can't mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I totally agree with you. I think that for me, okay, like there was a point in my life where I was just like down every day and like like high school and I was like, I would say I was like a little bit sad or depressed, but I didn't even know I was. And I was just stressed out about finding out what the right next step in my life was going to be with college. And it was so overwhelming for me that I found myself in a funk, not comparing this to your relationship at all, but just saying for me, nobody could say or do anything to get me out of that funk. I was the only one who had to get out of it yep. myself. And I know a friend that have gone through depression and the same thing. They just had to get out of it themselves. Like mm-hmm. no, there wasn't anything anybody could do or say. And actually medication made this person worse. 
And I know that really mm-hmm. it hmm. made them even worse, like suicidal and wow. They definitely they had, had the wrong. Like, yeah. Con- so, con- con- and also con- you can become addicted to the medication where you think that you're not going to be okay unless you take your medicine. And if you forget the medicine, you feel like you're like dying because you don't, you feel like you're depressed. So it's kind of like an anxiety thing. Like if you don't take your medicine today, oh my God, you know, you're going to, you're going to really spiral downhill. So I try and tell people, see what we can do to fix this, like, or the situation without medicine at first. But sometimes medicine can help. Right. Like I know somebody else who was on medication and they're doing 10 times better than they were. Right. So it's just it has like, to be the right cocktail. It depends on the person and mm-hmm. what you're going through. But for your sake, this is really, really hard because you love this man and you don't want to leave him and you want to be there and support him. But yet you're feeling like you're not feeling yourself yep. because of it all. And that's not good either. Yeah. You don't want to live in this negative state. If you're happy and positive all the time, you have to do something to help yourself, but also help the guy that you love. So maybe you need to take a break, let him figure himself out a little bit, let him go to see a therapist, let him go see if medication will help, let him figure it out. Also be there for him, but but take maybe a take break. Take a step back. Yeah, yeah, take a step back just so you can focus on yourself as well because you don't want to go downhill. Exactly. And then you're going to be depressed and it's like, that's, it's just, you you know what? You can't do that to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. You really shouldn't. It's precious. You only get one life to live. Like don't, um, don't live that negative lifestyle because it's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah. Um, I feel for your boyfriend and I feel for you and, um, there's nothing wrong with depression. A lot of people go through it. Bless you. Excuse me. Sorry, I just sneezed. So many people go through depression, so yeah. you're not alone, and your boyfriend's not alone, and I wish him well, yeah. and hope he gets out of this funk soon, so you guys can live happily ever after together. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Do we have time for one more? We yeah. Do sure we have time for another one. Okay. These are quick this summer, but that's all right. Oh, my God. Somebody wrote... <laughs> This is like a weird email. Somebody wrote, my whole life, I've never, ever had a great relationship with my grandmother. She was a major manipulator and very fake. She faked having cancer, for God's sakes. Holy crap. That's insane. Around my 18th birthday, I pretty much cut all ties with her. She's like, I'm currently 19 now. My dad um, currently lives with her, and it's awkward to see her. My father constantly pressures me to get along with her. Should I fix my relationship with her, even though I don't like her, or continue to be awkward? You need to fix your relationship. Yeah. I don't think you have to be the best granddaughter ever in the history of granddaughters and give her a shirt that says, I love my grandmother on it. But like, I think that it's your family. And if your dad is still very much involved with his mom, you need to mend your fences, if that's the saying. And, you know, keep keep her at a distance, but you still want to make sure that you can like go and hang out with your dad. Like you don't want it to be a wedge between you and your father in that relationship. Right? What do you think? I mean... She's family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you, I mean, obviously she may be a little kooky, mm-hmm. but it's your grandmother. Like they're getting older. Like I would just let it go. Let bygones be bygones. Start trying to start fresh again and see what happens. And like Claire said, you don't have to be your best friend, but you know what I mean? Just keep it cordial for the family. It's nothing, yeah. It's better to be nice than not. You know, what? So it's so, it'll be so much easier if you can learn to forgive and let go mm-hmm. than to hold a grudge and keep this. Agreed. Like, Anxiety every time you go there or see your dad. Like, yeah, you, that. yeah. Make up with her. And then you can wear a shirt that says, I heart my grandmother on it. Yes. <laughs> okay, I, got, I guess we could do one more. Yeah, we have time for one more. Okay. So this person goes, I just want to start by saying that I adore both of you. You two are hilarious and make my drive to work so much easier. 
So I need advice. I was dating this guy for almost a year, and a few months ago, he broke up with me. He got into a really bad car accident, and it left him financially and physically broken. He's in debt from being out of work and suffers from depression. He told me he loves me and he wants to be with me, but he can't just be in a relationship right now, and he doesn't know when he can be with me. He won't give me a time frame I've asked a hundred times. Whoa, you're crazy, first of all, for asking that many times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she goes... He doesn't want to be with anyone else, but he doesn't think it's fair for me to wait around until he's back on his feet again. I love him. I don't want to be with anyone else but him. I've been on a few dates since the breakup, but all I can think about is him. Should I wait to be his friend for now until he's ready to be together again? Or should I just give up? Please answer. My friends are sick of hearing me complain. I really need advice. Love you both again and thank you in advance. Thank you for listening. We love you too. Thank you for writing to us. Oh my God. I would say... Just get over get it. Over it. <laughs> yeah, like get over it. Like what? It's fine. When like, a guy wants to be with you, it doesn't matter who's financially or whatever. Yeah, he, will he will be with he you. He will figure it out. Yes. Like it's you need to move on. For That's the sure. best advice we can give and listen yeah. to your friends. Stop I'm harping sure on your it. friends are saying the exact yes. same thing. <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm. guys are really not that difficult. They're really not that hard to understand. When they want to be with you, they'll be with you. It's that it's that and simple. Usually and, when they're acting dick like dicky, I yeah. like to call it. That's usually when it's going it's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually when they're not out. interested anymore. Yeah, it's so true. It really is. I think that's good for today. I know. We're making them short and sweet this summer. That's all right. Oh, my God. Wait, before we leave, because I just want to talk about this song. I'm really obsessed with that Charlie Puth song, Attitude. Is that a call? Attention. Attention. I don't even know what that oh is. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I'm going to play it for you really fast because I just discovered. Are you good with lyrics? Like, do you know the lyrics? Like, when you no. hear a song? Okay, so I like Maybe. to pride myself. I'm, the word. I'm the one who sings words, but they're never the right words. Okay, so you're <laughs> not good with lyrics. Okay, so I'm going to play this song really, really fast because we have to go. Okay. All right, listen to this. Oh, I know, I know this I song. I just want to hear the first part. Okay. What the hell do you think he's saying there? Because I thought he said you've been running around throwing, throwing that, that turtle, dirt. throwing that turtle on my knee. knee. That's what I thought he said. No, that dirt all on my knee. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, but I just want you to know the song has been out for like two months, and I one thousand percent have been singing, throwing that turtle on my knee. And See, I thought that wor- was like you're worse than me. That's what I do. I make up words and I sing them like as if I, I legit <laughs> thought that was like a thing. Like don't throw that turtle on my knee. No. You were just like me, so who am I to talk? Because like, I do that all the time. What is wrong? I do it all the time. And then I'm like, wait, that's the correct word? Oh, okay. But I really like that song. All right, guys. Anyway. That's it for today. Yeah. If you want to email us, email us at dearjustsayin at gmail.com. And follow us on our social media. You subscribe. can follow us. Subscribe. Just saying pod on Instagram. Just saying underscore pod on Twitter. Facebook. Just saying podcast. Subscribe. 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 Yes. To us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just saying, Pod, and we'll talk to you guys next week. And don't throw that turtle on anyone's knee. No. Bye.